This is a wonderful play. I mean, we're the lost Sloan brothers, Tim and Griff. We're, we are the lost Sloan brothers, and we I don't, don't know anything about martial arts. That's what makes those episodes apart. Yeah. Well, I know a little because of my Nang Chen, but oh, yeah. I mean, but you that, could do it, but yeah. you don't know anything about it. Yeah. It's just it's, it's, it's innate. It's natural. Exactly. Um, <laughs> man, that song is so fucking good. It, it opened up a really interesting debate about. Well, it makes this me. Movie. I just want to say before we get into that. Yeah. It makes me jealous that I don't have a brother, and I'll never, ever be able to look into his eyes. Yeah. And I'm kind of jealous that you do have a brother, and then I remember who your brother is, and I'm like, <laughs> pass, don't need it. Jesus Christ. But, oh, man. But yeah, apparently, Griff, there's like some debate on Twitter, at least on Twitter. I think it's insane, but I'm going to tell you what it is. People actually think part two of Kickboxer is better than part one. Of course, you know that's insane. Well, Tim, here's the Wait, thing. Wait, are you going to tell me? Are you going to well, tell me it's better? Well, let, let's be fully, uh, 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 what's the word, uh, transparent here. I just went total fill there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I texted you, like, the other day, and I was like, I think there's an argument for Kickboxer 2 being better than 1. And you were like... What is going on here? I know. I think is this the same guy that got a hoop earring when he was a kid just yes. because Jean Claude Van Damme? Like, just because. what happened? When did I become the guy standing up for Jean Claude Van Damme? So apparently, the internet world and Twitter and even fucking New York Times, LA. Uh, no, I think it was LA Times wrote this big piece about how great Kickboxer Two was. What? What this is movie, going, I don't even think this movie's released to the theaters. How can it be better? I think it, it no, it had a box office poll. I don't know how much it uh, how much it cost to make, but it made less than a tenth of what uh the original Kickboxer made. <laughs> of course, made. yeah, because it's better. I mean, I guess I guess fucking Cody from Step by Step isn't such a draw, but I, Well, next to yeah, yeah. Next to JC. Yeah. I it's the fucking weirdest thing. So, me and Murray We've been talking it over, and we're trying to put the you know ledgers together here. What's First better? Of all, we want to point out we like both the movies. Oh, it's not no. like we like Griff doesn't like one. I don't like two. We like them both, but we just they have a preference for no. one over the we're other. We're opening up the argument because no one else is bringing the points to the table. So we're going to bring the fucking points to this little little Point, table I got here. Points. 
Point, counterpoint. So, Murray, I want you to start with one because naturally it comes first. Of course, the first re- reason why Kickboxer 1 is better than 2 is because it's a Golden Globus production. Oh. Another good one from Canon. Uh, Ice-T talks nonstop about how good Kickboxer 1 is. Yeah, because it's that's just the That's yeah. just a fact. Yeah, and so it's just... It just looks better. It looks like they put money into it. Like this movie look I'm sorry, Kickboxer Two looks cheap as fuck. Oh yeah. It looks like a camcorder. Well, with all my fucking photos I've been putting up on Instagram are like black. <laughs> yeah, he sent me one. He's like, I'm thinking about putting this up. I was like, What the fuck is it? Yeah. No, it wasn't I'm thinking about <laughs> I'm putting this up because Yeah, yeah. I know, you did put it up. Uh, I still can't really make out what it is. Yeah, you have to turn your brightness up to eleven for <laughs> yeah. this shit because they were trying to on the sly uh, uh, fit in the Sloan brothers, which they didn't even spell the names right on. Because yeah. in the first one, it's Sloan with an E at the end. And in the second movie, they dropped the E. They couldn't afford it. It's a detail. Budget was that low. It's a detail that annoys the shit out of me. But also because I'm a Twin Peaks fan, I'm like, wait a minute. This is a different timeline. Completely different timeline. I think the budget was so low that when they painted the Sloan brother gym, they're like, we can't afford the E. Sorry. That could have been it. But that would explain why Eric in the mural looks like nothing like Eric from the first movie. Yeah, it's just a guy with a mustache. Yeah. I assume like everybody with a mustache looks the same. He's got kind of like the wonk eye that Eric has. So, yeah, Anyways, so, yeah, second so, point. So, second point. So far, so far, I'm winning. So now I want to hear your point. Oh, you want to hear one yeah, of mine? Yeah, go back and forth. Well, here's one of the things I love about two. David has twice the wisdom, twice the patience. I'll, he's give con- you pa- I'll give you patience. He's constantly handing out little tidbits to the. Yeah, but, just- it's, like, but it's like shit he just read off the fortune cookie he had for lunch. Like, he's <laughs> like, well, bro, this looks like this could be really cool. Yeah, that's a good point. And he actually says it in that surfer cadence yeah. where he's like, his head is constantly moving yeah. when he talks. He's flowing, dude. He's, flo- he's flowing like a. a a river on a rock. Yeah, you're you're right about that. And he does often talk about flowing. So yes, that's Spagoli Sloan. That's interesting. Okay, so I'm glad you brought up him because my my second reason why Kickboxer wants better is JCVD. Man, this is like John Claude yeah. in his prime. Yeah, dude was like. I mean, and then he he brought that sweet Euro trash outfits in the movie that he had big time. This movie, I, I will make Let's the. Not, I mean, come on. Let's not. Get, the dance. There was no dancing in this one. Exactly. Uh, I'm supposed to be arguing on behalf of two here, but for one, I will say the dancing, there's so there much no more. no tank fun. tops with suspenders in part two. There actually was. There was? They hit it in the background. One oh. of uh, Brian's trainers, the guy, I was like, that's Paul from fucking <laughs> Undefeatable, because he had that curly mullet going again. That was pre-steroids. That's when he was getting into it, Paul. Okay. Was that... Was that the guy who gave him steroids? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I noticed that curly mullet. Yeah, okay. yeah. I wonder why I recognized him. That's exactly why. It was Paul pre-hairspray, man. Yeah, but I mean, I don't. I, Sasha Baron Mitchell can't hold a candle to Jean-Claude. Especially he really when can. in his prime. No, you pick up those two movies, you say G- JCVD in one, you're just like, fuck this, I'm running that movie. And I couldn't blame you. Okay, so what's here? Here's a reason to it like a fucking two, though. Foul mouth Joey. That kid was delightful. He was pretty good. I mean, when 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 Joe is like, "Go ahead and kick this kick this bag." I bet you can't do it ten times. And he's like, "Skank, I'm gonna punch your fucking head off." 
And Sasha's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. This was before Me Too, people, so you could threaten women with violence. It was okay. They were kids, too. Yeah, that's true. It's just kids having fun. She was bigger than him, so it was okay. And she knew what was going on. She was, like, training him the patience of, you know. You're right. It was was very zen place that they had there. So, yeah, Joey was a big part of Kickboxer. Well, not a very big part, but. Yeah. He was a very Great. enjoyable part. Well, that brings me to my point, Griff, because <laughs> I think okay. motivation, Griff. Yes, good point. When he, There's no greater motivation in a in an 80s action movie than having a loved one sexually assaulted by the villain. Yeah. And that's what happened in Kickboxer 1. Tong Po raped Jean-Claude's love, Miley, and I don't think anybody got raped in this movie. And it was <laughs> lacking as a result. <laughs> Okay, we kind of talked about this on the top half. My brother's eyes. This movie, Kickboxer 2, had so much better music. I, I, yeah, I was going to argue against it, but then when I... Because I, I only... Rem- I mean, My brother's eyes. You can never forget that movie. No. But then there was a couple others in this movie. I was like, I got to give it to Kickboxer 2. Oh, man. I mean, fucking uh, a Fight for Love from Part 1 was pretty damn good. Fight. And I forget the name of it, but the song that played while he did the dance move... Yeah, that I don't know if that even had a name. That was pretty sweet, but yeah, I'll give it to you. That song is great, though. Ain't hey! no, ain't no mutton. High noon. Feeling good, yeah. Oh, get on I think down. It like, <laughs> yeah, it was this cleat ripoff of uh, Living in America or something yeah. by, by, uh, by James Brown. Oh, so good, though. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so my, my fourth reason why Kickbox is better. The final fight shits all over. Part twos. I mean, you got yeah. fucking Jean Claude. They're like in this ancient, like fucking like temple. Jean Claude's yeah. like got a fucking loincloth on. He's peck gelled to the gills. Big looking time. Good. Oh man. And they and that's where you first saw the introduction of the glue and the glass on the knuckles. It was kind of they did it in this one, but it's kind of anticlimactic. Like, I think they should have done something different. Like upped it. I I, I got to make an argument on that. Well, no, not an argument, but. Again, I shouldn't be adding to your point here. I hate well, it in right. this one because they fight Muay Thai, as yeah. they call it. Again. Yes, that's what they call it. Um, in the first one, they were evading punches. In this one, they're just taking punches on the chin left and right. Yes. Does not affect them at all. And in slow motion. Because it's in slow motion. It doesn't hurt as bad when you oh, hit slow motion. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, what was great about Kickboxer 2 is the motives. Everybody has interesting motives. Chow's in this. And you're like, why are you here? You actually kind of feel... First, uh, for David Sloan, because everyone's just like, no, you gotta fight to the death, because you know, just giving back to your community is not enough. You need, be, you need to be a martyr too. You need to die for your reasons. It was very interesting. Thought that was really cool about this movie. Made it. Mu- Are you much saying more you need to fight for love, which we learned in part one? Uh I guess he had a fight for love. I don't know. Did he love anybody? He was kind of chased. No. I think he was his well, G. You- you talked about there's one, yeah. not even woman. There's one girl in this movie. Yeah, there's, this is this is a He-Man Woman Haters Club movie. Yeah, and well, look, these were all good points, but my final point yeah, is going to just destroy it. It's going to be like end of discussion. I just want to ask you, Griff, does this sound ever appear in Kickboxer Two? Let me just, if you, in case you didn't get it this first time, let's hear that sound one more time. Case closed, Griff. Kickboxer 1 is the better movie. Oh, easy. Uh, no, it doesn't. And that's missing, but you know what's there? 
Fender Tremello in the background. Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah. From, of course, we all remember him as so, our award-winning cyborg episode. Oh, award-winning. Fender Tremello, who plays the great role of Ty Thug. Ty, Ty Thug. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, just, I just wanted him to be like, I like Muay Thai. <laughs> but he, he didn't. He, he said two things in this movie. <laughs> so there you have it. I guess it's, I guess we're just going to call it truce. You know, I mean, we're, we're going to call it truce. Everyone else. You, it's up for debate. If you guys want to go on our, our social media and give your reasons why one's better than the other, we'll hear you out. But I'm kind of set in my ways. I think Griff's set in his ways. But who knows? You might win us over. No, I'm a rock in the water, man. I change. I flow. Okay. Not so, me. I'm not a, you. I'm a whatever, something. Else. You're an old person in Florida. You are the way you are. Sure. Okay. So, Griff, <laughs> let's cut. Let's just get to, cut to the chase. Get to the uh, the trailer. Everyone needs time to think over what those bullet points were. Process. Think yeah. about it. You take the two minutes to do that and enjoy this trailer for Kickboxer. So we've got three Sloans now. Let's just talk about the Sloans for one second. Okay. Eric. We all know Eric has the curly mullet. He's got that power stash. And he kicks like a mule. All yeah, right? Yeah, he kicks. I've, didn't he have a phrase or something? Like, like I, none of the, those tippy tap yeah, kicks. Yeah, I was like, that's not so much a phrase as it is just a, like, well, this that's is his, how that's you his fight. mantra. It's like I don't need yeah. tippy tap. Well, tippy tap kicks. Because I kick with power. John Claw was all about these weird little ankle flips at people. They look pretty as all hell. They do. But, I mean, it shows a lot of core strength. But Eric is like, no, 
You need to stop a bus with a kick. And where's Eric now? Well, he's dead now, but he was in a wheelchair. So yeah. what does he, he know? He was paralyzed. Eric is the dumbest Sloan brother, I would say. He's easily the dumbest. He just thinks with his dick. But he's obviously the strongest. And yes, he was all about those Thai whorehouses. He was right. way into them. Well, he's all about molesting Thai nurses. I mean, that's how they knew that he was back and ready. That's, that's right. Remember, he was like, I forgot about that. He was all that. depressed about being crippled. And then as soon as they saw him grab a nurse's ass. It was like John claudes progressing in his, and he's like starting to pinch asses again of And they strangers. all look at him like, he's back. He's finally that's back. That's the Eric I remember. The fuck. The sexual molester. Oh. Okay, and then of course JD. He's just agile. He's a ballerina on uh, uh, in, in the yeah, ring. He's just he's just angelic. He's pure. Yeah, and that where does that leave our our our, our boy David? Because David's apparently the third child. We didn't know about him in the first movie. They just kind of that important. Yeah, exactly. Well, they all had like different f- fathers, didn't they? Like no, no. Jean Claude was raised by the mom in France, right? I think. Yeah, and then. And then that's why he was such a pussy because David was raised, not David, Eric was raised by their hard ass dad. Yeah. So I'm going to say Dave is probably in foster care for some reason. Uh, Dave apparently bought that warehouse the, that the Sloan brothers purchased and were fighting out it. You don't hear about it in the first movie. I think he just lived, he bought a warehouse when he was eight, like that episode of The Simpsons, and he's lived in it ever since. Eventually, he got money and built a ring. Maybe his brothers helped him build it or something. Yeah, well, they, well, they definitely helped him build it because they have those beautiful paintings that look nothing like them on the wall. Yeah, those murals are perfect. I would have put the Van Damme mural up there, but that was even dark. Like, it is, they. Van Damme, of course, being the actor that you would recognize, they put that, like, way in the corner when he looks up to go. I'm sorry, guys. I just can't live up to your standards or whatever he said. No? I don't I remember You're that. You're just, okay. I just remember him. We get a nice beefcake shot when, when my brother's eyes kicks in. Where he like, gets out of bed and he does some training. Yeah. And then. This is the opening of the movie, by right. the way. We're getting into it. We and got then, my brother's eyes playing. And then this is where I think you're, you're getting to the point where he's the heart and soul of the Sloan family because he doesn't give a shit about making money. It's about helping his community. Yeah. I mean, this is early 90s L.A. So it Rough was as still... hell. This is fucking... Dude, this is when the L.A. riots happened. Exactly. Right? That's what I was going to say. This I think is... when the gym burnt down, that's what caused... Fuck Rodney King. What caused the L.A. riots was that gym getting burnt down. Considering what he was doing for the community, I'm willing to believe that. I'm willing to believe that. Now, speaking of the community, there's this... He has a, like a 12-year-old girl that's kind of like she's kind of the middleman the gateway to the gym like she seeks out like troubled youth and like brings them to the yeah. gym because he's too busy training so he can't do both she's the gateway drug to the gym yeah she's so out there she finds out she she finds one that this kid is so fucking tough i wish we had our, our man pigeon with us because i know he loves beverly hills 90210 because i remember this guy he was on beverly hills oh yeah he was like the rapper on the show like he was like he was like the uh, like street guy. Really? Yeah, he's like super nerdy white kid with his floppy parted down the middle hair. Yeah. But he was like the street tough for Beverly Hills Night. I like that you're, tr- you're using all the – I wouldn't expect you to describe him this way because it's a young you. Yeah, I, I, I want to say I felt the same way. I felt like they were – I felt like I wanted to sue the – yeah, I mean, if they they made any money off this movie, I would have sued them. You're constantly running into like the the stories you've told me of your youth. You're constantly running into surfer dudes who are just full well, of heart is, and flow. Is, this is really what happened. The really story, and the way it gives it away and lets you know it was me because this kid's wearing a King Diamond shirt, the yes. same shirt I had that shirt in real yes. life. 
Oh, and, that's weird. And so we know it's you. Come on. And so, but it wasn't. This is where it gets a little different. The guy I met, Sensei Steven Seagal. That was my first meeting with Steven Seagal. Wow. And that's where I learned about the Nang Chen. That's where I got it. Wow. And, and so, yeah, it's kind of like basically my life story in the beginning. But it, but it was too interesting to, I mean, to go I mean, we further. don't see Jeremy after this scene, a.k.a. Yeah. little Tim. So you you met Tiny David. Tim. You were like, you're a bitch. And you went right. and ran into Seagal. Yeah. It's ba- yeah, it's basically what it was. And wow. he taught me the story of the rock in the river. Yeah. Because... David slash Stephen is all about dropping that Confucianism. Yeah, I didn't pronounce it right, but you know what I mean. And so he's just like, yeah, he's got sometimes he's got a flow, and he's like, I'm gonna let me show you something, David Stephen. He puts <laughs> <Steven>. on, he <laughs> covers his eyes with a bandana, and he's like, punch me. And I was like, fuck, no, no sweat. I'll punch the shit out of you, motherfucker. Yeah. And I fucking threw my. I was like, I was like a young Eric Griff. All about power. Oh yeah, and and I had a mustache just like him too. You had three <laughs> wispy little hairs, yeah, and and, and a curly mullet. <laughs> and I was just like, I'll punch the shit out of you, motherfucker! And I, I threw like three, four punches, and I missed every time. He just like flowed like a river, Griff. It Dude. was amazing. So, th- this is very parallel to the movie. Of course, it, the stand-in for Steven Seagal is David Sloan. Yeah. And uh, after he's done teaching this kid how much of a bitch he is, because he can't actually hit him blindfolded. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and then you notice, yeah, you're right. We never see him again. Like he never, no. he, he was so embarrassed. Probably he couldn't even come to the gym yeah. to learn. And yet here is the real Jeremy in front of me. Yeah, I, I came back and learned. You're a legend of. Well, a I man. didn't learn. I told we told earlier. I know. I don't know. It's all instinct, Graf. Like yeah. Nang Chen. Like I just, I'm like a sponge. I absorb it. I've never trained in my life. <laughs> somehow I could fuck some shit up because I've got a Nang Chen tail. It's it's amazing. Yeah, it is. It's like the people who take psychedelic drugs and suddenly can play a fucking piano exactly. without a piano lesson. It's like life. like some kind of Rain Man type thing. It, it but is with martial arts. So we're getting to see more of the gym. There's a bunch of kids there, uh, and you know. It, it, David is teaching classes. He's got kids there. He's got adults there. Apparently, none of them are paying anything to be there, which is going to cause well, a little rift here. they pay what af- they can afford. You know, which like, they all say we're poor. Yeah. We're living go, in L.A. Sorry. Come on. Nope. And so we meet his friend, Jack, who's like co-owns the, the gym. with. He's like, he does all the overhead and, you know, pays the bills, keeps the lights on. And he's like, David... We can't keep doing this, man. Yeah. Like, why don't you just go back to fighting? Why? We got to do something. Right. And it's just like right on cue. He's uh, he's sparring with uh, his his protege. His, his protege. Thank yeah. you. I was I had it right on the uh, and he's like, all right, guys, here's the rules of the match. Like sweet wins. And so we fucking they start sparring. Everything's going well. Brian's holding his own. You're like, man. Well, is he, he David that good? He says, first one knocked down. Okay, thank you. I couldn't that. remember what it was, so <laughs> I did the other thing. That's his move. Yeah. And so, sure enough, David fucking leg sweeps Brian. Because he's flowing like the water on a rock. And da- Brian is all Eric Sloan. Yes, exactly. He is all power. So, of course, goes in for a power kick. David just sweeps his leg. Stands over him like, all right, it's over. Brian's like, no, we got to keep fighting. No, it's over. Yeah, it's almost, you almost saw a little like, like he was going to go for a David. Like he just lost the cool I, for a second. Yeah. 
Like he was going to cheap shot, like punch him in the face. Yeah. Because he's not zen like David is. Exactly. I think this was a total, like, trying to show you, like, actually, David is better than uh, Eric because of this reason. Because he's transcended. He's gone to the zen. He's like, he's nirvana while he's, like, baby steps. So during this fight, a certain Peter Boyle walked in with his main man, who looks like a villain straight out of Die Hard, uh, Neil... Neil Vargas is a character played by Matthias Hughes, who we last saw in Cage, Cage our Cage. Lou Ferrigno movie. He was in Cage? He was the Italian that gets destroyed by Lou. Yes, he was! Oh, my sweet yes. lord. Cage, very, <laughs> very, very underrated it episode. Is. Go listen to it. People need to watch that movie. Um... So and he's just like and he's got that sweet '90s look where he's got the deep cut like tank top with a blazer over it. Like oh he's, he's got like God. that leisure suit kind of look, and just he's got to show off the pecs, bro. Just a little just pec wearing jelly. a suit, yeah. And Peter Boyle comes in. His his name is uh, Ian Makaya 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 Makaya. And he's he's like the Vince McMahon of kickboxing. He's trying to start up this new kickboxing league. He bought every other kickboxing league in the world. And he knows nobody's better at kickboxing than the Sloan brothers. And unfortunately, there's only one left. So he wants yeah. David. He's like, David, I need you. I want you to face my organization. And David's like zen as fuck. He's like, I don't do it for money. I do it for the love. Yeah. And he's like, what? What the fuck? And then Neil, who we learn has already got the shit kicked out of him by the two, two other Sloan brothers, Kurt and Merrick. He's all like jealous of shit. He's like, yeah, nice woman's move you did, alluding to the sweep. Yep. And like, and David's like, hey, man, whatever works, I won. You know, and he's, so there's like a tension between them. And he's like, I want to beat at least. He's like, I think I can beat this one Sloan brother. You can't. You can't, Vargas. <laughs> so he shoes him right out. But that th- this isn't before Brian. Is persuade like he he uh what's his name Micaiah is whispering sweet nothing in Brian's ear. He's like you're a really good fighter yourself. You got taken out by that bitch move, but no one does those bitch moves. You're, you're not gonna- allowed in my organization. Yeah, we don't UKA. do bitch moves. We're all power, and you'll fit right in. So he's like, here, take my card. And Brian looks at you know David, and he's just like, I think I can do this. And David's like, man, you're not ready yet. Square up, basehead. So. We're, you know, going to find out a little bit more about the financial problems with uh, old financial man Jack. Well, before they leave, they, they, there's a nice little line where Brian goes, hey, coming over from mom's world famous pot roast. Oh, yeah. No, I was going to throw that in there. You got to <laughs> okay. get you got to get mom's pot roast in there. And Sloan just grabs his stomach. and He's like, oh, that dry ass shit. All right. I'll stomach it for you because I'm all about the neighborhood. Did that mom not look like she was like 70 with a kid who's like twenty five and another daughter who's twelve. She had like in vitro when she was fifteen or seven. <laughs> okay. So we learn more, Jack. And it makes it more crushing what happens later on. Oh, big know. time. But yeah. Jack, you know, explains a little bit more. You gotta take a fight, man. Go fight Neil. Don't pay you big. The gym, I have to cut my own wages. And you hear this beautiful piano piece going. It's beautiful. Like it I, I had a tear in my eye listening to this and Fucking Sasha, Sasha Miller, Sasha Baron Mitchell, Sasha Baron Mitchell is fucking acting his ass off in this scene. Yeah. His, his it's like guy. a young Red Brown. It's that good. Oh, young Red Brown, man, and he's just like, you know what, David? I'll fix, I'll fix my fees. And David's like, great, 
Fix those fees. Don't pay yourself. Don't. <laughs> no one here needs to li- have a living wage. And he's like, I got some pot roast to go <laughs> eat. Well, so when he's walking out to get that pot roast, we see this little street tough walks in. Oh, All man. like three feet of him. Oh, man. He's, he's adorable. He's like, what's up, bitch? Hard Streets of L.A. has raised this kid, so. He was born in East L.A. And he's, he's, got, like, he's got sharp edges to him. He's like, can't nobody fucking beat me. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, can you pay the fees? And he's like, fees? I'm in some bullshit flea sack. You he's think like, I'm going to pay fees? Like, bitch, you pay me. And David sets him straight right off. Grabs him with a towel. He wraps it around him and pulls him up to his face. Around his throat, and then he's just like, "You got to earn your lessons here, bro. I'm gonna start you in the bathrooms. You're gonna clean (laughs) all of them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, he's just gonna clean them. Okay. I thought he's gonna clean something else in the bathroom. No, he's gonna clean them. Come on. Never mind." That pit bull is chained to the urinals because it's the same bathroom that we saw in Old Bard. <laughs> Bringing it back, <laughs> and it's just so. It's, it's, it, that's actually this kid earns his wage because the urinals are flooding in this bathroom. Well, yeah, nothing awful. is kept up because yeah. I'm, they're too busy. But he's like, but first, brother, bro. I'm, I went into like Hulk Hogan mode for a yeah, second. It took me back. It's all right. First, brother, you got to hit this bag five hundred times. I'll hit that bag five. Billion times. All you gotta do is five hundred, bro. I don't need your leg falling off. Just five hundred. You're suing me. We're already broke. So yeah, b- before he leaves the gym to head out for pot roast, he checks in on young Joey. We know his name is, and Joe is training him. And he's like, "Hey, how's our new young Joey doing?" And she's like, "His leg's about to fall off. He's at one hundred and sixty-four. That leaves only three hundred and thirty-six. To go, she she maths it out, which is very amusing to me. And Joey does not take that kindly. He's like, "What did you say, bitch? I'll rip your fucking head off (laughs) if you weren't a chick." Don't worry, he'll learn. And so before that, so before he leaves again, like Jack has one more like talk with him. He's like, "Look, wow, how many talks is he having? Come on, what are we doing? How about teaching aerobics? Is that can we do that?" And then he's just like. You think my brothers, you think Eric Sloan would like yeah. aerobics happening in this gym? They would kick my ass from the grave if I start doing and aerobics. And then he, does, he keeps hammering home. Then you got to start fighting again. And he's like, fucking fighting killed my brothers. Thailand killed you. Wait, Thailand. Way to just throw a Trump move. Some shithole country killed your brothers. No, oh, fighting wow. killed your brothers, Man. not Thailand. Way to fucking deflect. We really needed to line that up better. <laughs> it came out the way it did. So here's the motivation. Let's wrap it all up there. He's got to fight again for his gym, for his brother's honor, because he can't fucking teach aerobics. Right, because that's sissy shit. Can and we go eat some Even though as zen as he is, he's like, I'm not doing that fucking fair Yeah, it's true. He's shamed aerobics. <laughs> he's all about just getting people off the streets, but he shames aerobics. Fuck you, David, you know? And then as he walks out, he's like, hey, Joey. This is little, why Joey died. Little street tough kid. Wow, back foreshadowing that. Um... He's like, you can live at my gym because Joey's been living off the streets. He's been living yeah. in a dumpster. I got a thousand places to live. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a thousand of everything. Yeah, he does. And I actually had a guy do one of those things with me the other day. I was like walking the, my dog 
And he's like, I got five pit bulls. I got a pit bull. And he's like, I, I got seven pit bulls. I was like, I don't give a shit. Fuck off. Just kept you... one up, eh? Yeah. So I was like, oh, I, I got one. All. Oh, fuck all yours up. Now let me go home. I'm taking, take, trying to take my dog for a walk. I don't want to talk to you, crack. You mean he didn't bust out his phone and like, look, look, look. He probably look. wanted to, but he got the, the, the I was like, I'm out of here. I don't have time for this The shit. worst part of working in the past is I work with somebody who constantly wanted to prove to strangers things he told them. So I'd have to wait there while he pulled up pictures from various places. It'd be like extra 10 minutes to my day just of him showing strangers pictures and of things they didn't people, give a fuck nobody, about. Nobody cares. Don't nobody do cares. That. Don't do that. So, yeah. So we, we... Hot roast! Fucking Christ. Okay. I, I just want to get this moving along. We've been stuck in the first 10 first, minutes. First of all... People fucking love this movie, so they're eating it up. They're eating it up like a pot roast. I just want the pot roast, man. It's what's dry as We've shit. We've been giving people carrots. It's dry as shit. Our buddy Mike would love it because it's well done <laughs> like a motherfucker. There's no flavor in this pot roast at all. Dust is coming off. I, lo- I love through. how they shot this scene, though, because all you hear is knives scraping on plates. It's like you're audibly sensing how how undesirable this pot roast is. Yes. Great job with the sound. The, the what do they call the sound people? Gaffers? Is that a sound? I sure. No, Foley's. That's what it is. Sound Foley. Foley artist. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So we can see Brian's like a little miffed, and we not. It might not. I don't think it's the pot roast graph. I think it's something else. And he basically this storms out. He storms out. And mom's like, I know my pot roast things are great, but come on, storming out. <laughs> and he's like, I think like it's something. It's something else. Let me go talk to him. It's like when a surfer crashes, when a big wave comes in. He knows he can ride it. And she's like, well, that's the she's thing. Like, he keeps what? T- what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Let me change the subject. <laughs> he wants to fight pro. Can he do it? And, you know, Dave is like, he can fight, but that's his problem. All he can do is fight. Well, he's like, I think he can, he can be the best. Yeah. But he needs. He doesn't know flow, though. He doesn't yeah, know how to control cool. his emotions. Right. So he runs out. And fucking Brian's about to go to this topless bar, I'm guessing, because there's a, there's a giant building with giant word topless across it. Yeah. And he ends up at some gas station kicking a pole. But he's like, damn, I don't, have any, I don't even have any money to go to this topless bar. Not, he doesn't kick it like Tung Po would kick it. He kicks it like no. a wimp would kick it. So he's yeah. like barely. He's like, I, David should have hit him with that. Like Tung Po would kick the fuck out of this cement pole. I don't think David ever met Tong Po, so he just heard stories. I, exactly. Heard stories. That was the only thing that uh, Kurt was worried about with Kung, Tong Po. It was like, he kicks a thing like this. Yeah! <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so, yeah, they have an, they're going to have another little discussion, David and Brian. And David well, it's just a, a discussion, more like a lecture. I think, it is a lecture, but he is his mentor. He's like, let me sit you down, bro. Yeah, he's just like... I. I, I don't care if you fight in the UKA, but let me get you a better manager because you do not want Micaiah okay. as a manager. He's going to fuck you over. Just like in underrated episode, the Apple, <laughs> the music industry will fuck you, you can over. You never trust a businessman. USA contracts are fucking horrible. This is very true, though. Yes. And he's just like, does he like chill out or does he tell him to fuck off? I don't even remember. He just kind of mopes about it. He's yeah. like, my dad was a fucking guy, and he flowed. He was yeah. a he, he was followed a, the rules, and he fucking worked at a gas station like this one here that I'm kicking. Yeah, and, and he where is he now? He's dead. I don't want to die, Kurt. Kurt, <laughs> David. You're just thinking of the better kickboxer. I can't. So 
fucking David, he's just like, what am I going to do? Like, I got to, I, he, I, yeah. I got to make some money. I got to keep this gym open because the kid's like this. Yeah. So he finally relents to take a fight at, with, with Micaiah. So he's preparing for the fight. He's got all of his kids in. It's summer vacation, so don't worry about why they're not in school. He's giving they, them they all. Let us know that actually. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's giving them all a nice lecture about you know how. And of course, Joey mouths off. And he's like, "Oh, very good point. You see, often the people with the biggest mouths have the smallest brains." Joey and Dick, and then he. Oh uh, wow! This is a five-year-old we're talking about too. Well, five-year-olds don't have big dicks. That's true. But <laughs> Joey thinks he has one, but I don't know. Yeah. So as he's like giving this philosophy about how you need to be strong of mind, he is staring Brian down, eyeball to eyeball. Like Brian is just Brian's like, feeling the heat. He's just like, bitch, I'm walking. So. Takes off. Brian takes off, and we're taken to. Uh, I believe right, we're taken straight over, right to the arena. Yeah. So we got our boy, uh, boy David. He's looking like a young Mike Tyson. He's got like a hoodie on. He's yeah. Kick ass. He's gonna fight. Finally, get Neil Vargas is gonna get his wish and finally fight the last Sloan brother. This is his time. He's gonna win this. David one. is not happy about this arrangement at all. But you know what? He needs to make a cool twenty G real quick. Jack's right. like, this is the only way we could do it. Was it right. Jack? Yes, it's okay. Jack. But yeah, because Micaiah owns every fucking... He bought he, out everybody. He has the WWE, which in this movie is called the UKA. Right. And so David's like, all right, fucking whatever. Let's, let's get He's this He's like, this is with. a one-time thing. This, I'm not signing a contract. This is a one-off. Oh, yeah. Get my money, and I'm out of here. That's it. So uh, while they're going to the ring, we get some great uh, info... Uh, pointers from his 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 coaching staff they're like stick and jab stick and jab it's just basically like the punch out game video game like stick and move and what was it i don't i was gonna try to think of some more punch out things but i forgot because i haven't played that game in 30 years dude i I, well no you've played it at least within seven years because that's how we started talking (laughs) was i was like wait you've beaten that game yeah that was where this right. whole the genesis of our friendship oh, was true. Nintendo games. So uh, when, before, well, we I, we've left this out, but David also meets a guy named Sanga, who's a guy who's financially backing the UKA. This, yeah, this Thai uh, businessman, and he's you could tell this. Why is this guy so interested in David? It's like kind of feels oh, kind of weird. He's super. Uh, he's looking just, him up and down, and he's, he's just like you look like some a Sloan I once knew. You're related, right? And he's like, what? To Eric and Kurt, they're legends. I love them like brothers because they're my brothers. <laughs> I just imagine looking in their eyes right now. My brother's eyes. And so, and so yeah, Sango is just like. Excellent. He's fuck. like fucking uh, Mr. Burns. Excellent. So man. he's like, I am ready to watch this man fucking destroy Neil. Right. Which because- is a great name. <laughs> Neil. <laughs> Neil and Bob. And so we hit the head to the ring. And before the fight starts, we, we learned that the special referee for this titanic bout is legendary real life badass Judo Gene LaBelle. Does he ref all the matches? Yes, then? he refs okay. all Okay, I, I was going to say. Apparently, like, he's not kicking ass. He's refing. I just UKA wanted to make bouts. sure we weren't confusing yes. you later, see? And yeah, he does them all. And I, I want to point out, Griff, that. Of course, if you don't know Judo Gene LeBell, he is the legendary real-life badass, and he was the guy that choked out Steven Seagal and make him shit his pants. Oh, yeah, I know that. And I want to point out, because I'm all about 
he's a he's a fucking Nang Chen brother because he's got the tiny, he's got a baby Nang Chen. It's like a one inch. He tail. had to cut it because it was that powerful. Exactly, it's so powerful. He was like, he didn't mean to. But he's killing people exactly. in the ring, and he's like, so he used to have a two foot Nang Chen. Yeah, and he cut it to a one incher, and he but he, don't worry, he donated to a cancer ward. And Dude. not only did the kid beat cancer because he was wearing a Nang Chen wig, yeah. the kid went on to become a champion kickboxer. Was, it, that it, kid is named Chuck LaBelle. Chuck LaBelle. <laughs> Chuck Liddell? I don't know. That's, well, there's a guy named <laughs> there Chuck was, Liddell. There was the one UFC fighter I could think of. Um, I'm going to say Anderson Silva, but he's bald. But he's a really... He's a <laughs> well, really... he shaved his head because he was punching heads yeah, off. <laughs> exactly. He was really good. But yeah, so we're just pointing that out. And so, because I have to point it out because the fight is pretty one-sided. <laughs> I mean, uh, David just destroys Neil. You know, they... One of the things that I was reading about about this movie was like the choreography. They spent so much more time on the. Cho- you don't see much better choreography here. You mostly see close-ups of people taking punches. Yeah, or kicks. Yeah. And so, I mean, it starts out with David hitting Neil with the leg sweep, and he's got the mouth guard. Women's move. He's got his mouth guard in, and he's like, "How's that for women's move?" Because he has the mouth guard and right. he can't say it clear. But yeah, the rest of the fight, it, it, it is like Neil event. You know, they kind of trade off like a normal wrestling match where you just forget about the whole thing until the finishers start coming out. Right. And fucking David starts delivering a roundhouse after roundhouse after roundhouse. It's like a fucking Chuck Norris Texas Walker episode. It's just Except he's actually kicking people in the head. And not his brother, yeah. Right. Brother's eyes. It all comes back to your brother's eyes. Oh, my Beautiful blue eyes. And so, yeah, he just fucking murders Neil. Neil falls on his face. He is out. And then... Uh, they pull the mic in, and they're interviewing oh, David. Yeah. Cause everybody, because he's the hot ticket in town. Everybody wants fucking David. They're expecting him to join the UKA now and uh, defend the... Because they gave him the heavyweight title right there. They are like, right. you're the champ. So they're like, all right, who are you going to... his ass with it and throws it on the ground. Yeah, who are you going to defend it against first? And you're just like, defend it? No, I'm retiring. I hate the UKA. Here's the one thing about them. All their champions, all their fighters, paper tigers. UKA's whittled with drugs and fucking... Everybody's juicing. It's it's terrible. No, they don't. I'm done. They don't understand the spiritual side of martial arts. It's all about power to them. Yeah, and I ain't got time for that. So I'm going back to my gym. Micaiah is livid. He's back in Neil's locker room. Neil, bloody towels everywhere. Yeah. He is like. Neil is fucked Neil's up. Neil's got the ice bag on his face. He's looking pretty bad. Sangha comes into the locker room smoking a cigarette. Ooh, that David is quite the fighter. I need you to get him to fight my guy. He's like, you heard him. He's retired. He's never fighting again. He's like, great. Revenge usually makes people fight again, though. And he's like, oh. Oh, I read you loud and clear. Yes. Need so, I say more? So we get David back at his gym, closing it down. He's he's cradling a sweet young Joey. Little like he's Joey. Sleeping. Puts him in a, a cot down in the basement. Gives him a kiss on the brow. And you are loved, little child. And he's like, not enough to like stay at my place. 
but I think you, Joey lives, th- or I think David lives there too. I thought he was leaving to go to his like apartment. Uh, we never see his apartment. Well, anyway, he's going out. Maybe he's going to do another like late night training because I, I thought he was going to go train. And he sees these guys wearing ski masks. It's tr- I thought it was Pentangle for a second, but it's not. It could have been. Yeah, you're right. They're like pouring gas on everything to set it on fire. And he then David grabs they all, they run because they're cowards. As if David grabs one guy, rips the mask off. It's fucking Neil. It's Neil. Face looks perfect. It's like the next fucking day, his face is perfect. Like yeah. his face was bloodied and scarred off. Well, one of the funniest parts about like the end of the movie when he finally gets his revenge on Sangha is their spoiler it, alert. They do a bunch of kicks to the face for him. And some of the uh, kicks like open up wounds, and you see him all bloodied, and then other cuts of it. He is no yeah. longer bloodied at all. They said that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just sequence it. Bad yeah. editing. Bad. And so uh, Neil gets loose and pulls out a gun. Because he knows he can't beat David in a fair fight. No, he's and already... He shoots yeah. David in the knee. And then oh. David collapses. While that's going on, Joey's coming out, out of the room. He's like, David! And he's like surrounded by fire. He can't get past yeah, this fire. Yeah, the fire has already started. It's already fucking raging at this point. And Dave, or Joey... The little badass, he apparently... Not so little, much of a badass. I was no. going to say, he's a little bitch-ass, apparently. And he called right. himself, I'm a bitch-ass! I can't get through this fire! <laughs> and David collapses from smoke inhalation. I don't know what, but he's out. Next thing you know, he wakes up in a hospital. You yeah. see all these faces, Jack's above him, like, what are you doing? And he blacks out, he comes up, and then, holy fucking shit! It's Zan Chow! And he's like, what? And then he just goes back out again. And then, next thing you know, he wakes up, is uh, Zan is right next to him reading an Avengers comic book. Our buddy Pigeon would like that. It wasn't an X Men book, but it was an Avengers book. And he's like, "Hey, what's going on?" And is he, is he did he know Zan? He didn't. No. Okay. And he's like, "Who the fuck are you?" <coughs> and he just like starts rattling off jokes. He was like a real like comic relief character. Was, was yeah. He, was no. he that much? I mean, I know he did some comedy in the first one, but I don't remember it being so like hit exactly. you over the head with it. This was really interesting to me. Like the motivation behind Chow. This is what made me think, wait, two is actually better than one. Because Chow's there and he's just cracking jokes and he's he's like, I trained your brothers. And he's like, well, what good are you? Both my brothers are fucking dead. <laughs> You're obviously a terrible trainer. Well, I didn't teach him how to dodge bullets. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Yes. And so he's like, Let oh. me tell you some stories about animals. I'm Aesop all of a sudden. Yeah. Aesop Chow. <laughs> Aesop Chow. I love that. And he tells them, you know, the story about the tortoise and the hare and the scorpion and the frog. Yeah. And he's like, what, is this, what does this mean? Let me tell you a real story. Let me tell you what happened to your brothers. Oh, my God. This... We've been we've been wondering what happened, right? Because we have no idea. Like as far as we know, Eric and Kurt are alive. Like one year. That's the <laughs> timeline between the first movie and this movie. So within a year, Van Dam, Kurt Sloan ends up in a rainy <laughs> construction site. Yeah, it looks like you thought it might have been a shipping yard. <laughs> I always think that way because nothing good. Ever it's happens completely at a undistinguishable, yard. but there's like the giant like uh, cement tubes in the background. It's yeah. it's pouring. <laughs> John Claude's there without a shirt on, and we just get a shot of his head. You're a gunshot, like you know, yeah. off off camera, and then as it. 
pans out, you have John Claude in the fore a guy who looks nothing like John. Nothing like John Claude in the foreground with a giant like bullet wound in his forehead, and a guy with a giant uh, Nangchan black scorpion braid. Black scorpion braid walking away, and you could see well, no, the I, shadow. No, of there, there was, there's a scene where he's like, ah, he's got his shirt ripped open, and he's it's raining on him, and then he walks away. Oh my god! So. And, as you know, we as you we, we all know, Tong Po is just a white guy with bad Asian makeup on, so it looks really, it looks even cheaper in this movie. There's so many questions to be asked by about like why John Claude was there without a shirt on at this hour. Maybe he was like reenacting. His I, you character know what from, I think what it was. This is my two cents. Tong Po challenged him again to a fight, so he was getting ready and he took his shirt off, and then Tong Po whipped out a gun and shot him. Why would he show up? Because he's because maybe he was going to go somewhere and Tong Po just followed him. But Tong well, Po wanted basically revenge. I think Tong Po wanted like a rematch and he just refused. Yeah. And he's like, well, if I can't rematch, you're going to die. And he's, then he shot do you him. Think, do you think he are? I don't even think Eric's dead. I think Eric's like. Whatever. Huh? Do you think uh, Tong Po got a hold of uh, John Claude's girlfriend again? Maybe. I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of that would motivate him to be there and take a shirt off. And I I don't think Eric's dead. Why would he I be? I think Terry, he's, like, homeless. He's probably working in, like, a massage parlor cleaning towels. They probably forgot him in Thailand. <laughs> right, because he's useless. He can't walk anymore. So we, we, get, we got the trainer. We now know the story of how Kurt Sloan died. We don't know what happened to Eric, as we just We don't discussed. really care. Nobody cares because power is weak. So Sangha, he's just like, we have to. He's he's talking with Makai. He's like, we have to get David to fight. How can we do it? Makai's like, don't worry, I'll take care of it. So Makai invites uh, Brian to his sweet ass palatial MTV crib. He's got the infinity pool. He's got the hot babes. And Dude, remember, it looked is, like a Sedaris movie. This exactly. I think Donna was in the background somewhere, and. Uh, I actually think that's why uh, Taryn left the Sedaris movies, because she got a better deal being in a Kickboxer 2 movie. I, I believe it. And remember, this is Peter Boyle. He's a bald, ugly fucking motherfucker. <laughs> and he, he's pl- like, he was Frankenstein's monster in uh, like, Mel Blunt. Yeah, Young Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, look at these bitches I got. This could be yours. You know I me? Mean? I was a fucking loser like you at one time. I had nothing. Then I read The Art of the Deal by Donald Trump, and look at me now. I'm yeah. running all the kickboxing in L.A. And Brian is eating this shit up. He's like, MAGA 2020, I want this. Where do I sign? And he's like, right here, in blood. On your dick. And so, oh my God, guys, they turned Brian. I mean, he, he's, he doesn't want to fucking die in a gas station like his dad, right? It's true. But so, we've got to uh, cut back to David. David, did, did, I'm sorry. Let's start Act 2. Okay. That was our Act 1. We're leading everything up. Act 2! we got to get a little sad. Our hero is taken down. Yes. I'm gonna go ahead, Murray. I'm gonna cue up a little something. I what love. A, I love this. What, what is it called? Man alone. I'm a man alone. Yeah. I'm a man alone. And we, but you're not. You're not alone. You're with us, and you're gonna yes. enjoy it. All right. And yeah, so we get that sad, sad montage. Because for all we know, Dave will never be able to walk again. He got shot in the fucking knee. That's not good for a kickboxer. Dude. So we're getting a cut of Brian looking straight out of Rocky Four. Yes. 
He's training. He's got all the computers chipping and that chirping. Sweet ass. Well, first, well, no, yeah, he's doing that. But did we not get before that? David has no interest in fighting ever. Again. Oh yeah, th- so, I thought that was happening while he was like mumbling about. He LA. might he might have been training, but yes. But I, I think, think we got some early training. Yeah. But while well, yeah, while that's going on, we're getting our sad montage. We see the gym burnt down. See fucking homeless people everywhere. Oh. And and David's like, if only I had the gym, these people wouldn't be homeless. But he, this show how low it's gotten. I think you're right. He did live at the gym because he has to live in a flop house now. Like yeah, fucking one room. Hey, at least there are flop houses existed back then. These they don't are, exist anymore. These are here. the kind of places prostitutes take their johns to. This is a low this place is. And he's like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna just. Wallow in self-pity. I don't agree with that, because later on we see him get thrown off the roof, and it's just like normal families living there. That, that would be Oh, okay. And um, they can have families still. That's true. No, true. And they have different fathers, but they can have families. And so... Uh, we just have a parade of, you know, influence around well, first, David. Yeah, first Joe in. comes and gives him a yeah. little tough love. It's like, you're a piece of fucking shit. Yeah. She had some. Get she she was like uh, inherited by the spirit of Joey because she's like, "You're fucking ragged shit, dude. Let's get up. Let's start roundhousing. Come on." And he's like, "Fuck that. I just wanna sit here and eat this fucking hot pocket." Yeah, man. And Chef Boyardee. And this is back to a sudden impact. And uh, she's like, "Fine. Fuck you. I'll I'll go fight fucking uh, Tonkpo." Of course, she walks outside, and right in the park, right there, Chow's waiting. He's just staring in the window. So you're like, oh, shit. Chow, what's Chow, why is Chow so invested in David getting back to full health? Well, he's like, time for my, my uh, pitch. Yeah. So he walks in, because there's no locks on these doors. This is a flop house. Yeah, David's sleeping. He shakes him awake. He's got, like, literally... Two hours of stubble, which is no stubble. You think they'd try to make him look a little more disheveled? He still looks great. Yeah, and he's just like, "Oh, what do you want? You want to talk me into like fighting again?" He's like, "You're damn right, I do." Yeah, he's like, "Absolutely, you're the strongest of the Sloans." He's like, "Bullshit! I don't even have tippy tap kicks." <laughs> All right, I can't even tippy tap you. Look at my leg! Ah! There, there's there. so there's so much emotion happening. I'm sorry, this movie. <laughs> Fucking turns the emotion up to twelve. All right, you're right. And Chow's uh, like, with my help, look, I made your fucking tippy tap brother into a badass. I can. I look made what I can do with you, Eric. Walk again, <laughs> and he's like, "Is Eric still alive?" Yeah, I don't I, know, I, but I, I think we, he walks we lost again. Track. Yeah, uh, we yeah. we lost touch. Yeah. He, he was banging horse in Thailand. I, uh, I, I have think no idea. He, I think he died AIDS. <laughs> and yeah, I can't. Kickboxing can't cure AIDS. Yeah, and he's like, "All right, I'll, I'll give it a shot." So Let this, me tell you about the frog and the lily pad. And he's like, "No, just train me." <laughs> and so they take off the ace bandage off his knee. We see the scar. Oh, it's, it's an ugly scar. And I was waiting for him to do Mr. Miyagi and go. I was waiting for that too. I was waiting for like the bombs and like yeah. acupuncture. Oh yeah, I was waiting and, for like all cupping that. and all that shit. But no, no, they skip it. Yeah, we, we'll just assume they did that off camera. Yeah, and this is where you, you alluded to earlier. Yes, yes. We, we get the sweet Rocky Four um, tra- dual training montage. Dual. I I love it. This is great use of time. Where we see Brian selling out. 
using yep. fucking like computers and wake like workout equipment. He's not using any freeways. No nature at all. No nature. Black, it's dark, all, basement, underground, no blinds. All science. Well, well, I don't know why there would be blinds in an underground <laughs> basement. But yeah, it is complete. Again, no free weights. He's not. He's not training his body. Lift those weights. He's not doing anything natural. He's training his body. He's not training his mind and his heart, Griff. That's a big problem here. And this and, is David's all about that. So I mean, David's uh, doing the spiritual side. He's fuck. He's running on the beach. You got to run on the beach, dude. Rocky not, did it every movie. I mean, okay, okay. We're getting. You're getting a little far ahead in the schedule here, because he starts out like hanging from a tree. Uh, he's like doing Tai Chi in the park. What else does he do? Uh, the park he is does... like teeming with hobos. Oh, teeming with hobos. And eventually we see that it's, it's rubbing off his lessons. This is what a great teacher David is. These people are fucking disgusting drug addict pieces of shit. These people have murdered their own family members to get the next fix. And <laughs> now they're like, I've kicked the habit, David. I've been a drug addict for 30 years. You're Tai Chi in the park. You just went like four cops me. episode. In that and, one well, I'm keeping it real, and uh, <laughs> so they're all like cleaned up. They're 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 dressed well. They're bathed. They have jobs now. I love this one moment. David's hanging from a tree. He's got his legs like he's a complete L. And he, uh, uh, Chow was just putting cinder blocks out. That's fucking incredible. That is. I don't know if that was uh, 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 Sasha Mitchell doing it himself. Yeah, but I think he could do it. I don't dude, know if he had real cinder blocks, but still doing yeah, just that's that, pretty hard. That's fuck. Yeah, exactly. No, I. That is fucking amazing. And yeah, so he's he's getting with back with nature. He's training naturally with cinder blocks and in, in, in the park. He's not doing that bullshit computer shit. Yeah. And so we know he's going to win because the people who train naturally are the people who win in the movies we cover. Even though, yeah, I'm sure our, our Olympic team, they train in the park. So we're getting a cutout. Like, we're, we, we, we've been watching Fender Chamello appear randomly as Chow. The Thai thug. Yeah, the Thai thug. Uh, is he's, like, keep, he's like following them, tailing them, keeping notes. Because It's like, oh, why is Fender, who we know is Sango's guy, following around chow and so now we we see the tai chi and then in the background the camera zooms in for us into this a limo and we see fender and we see sangha and sangha is just like great he did exactly what we wanted him to david is stronger of mind and body than ever fender's like i like tai chi <laughs> and so so uh, we get a little uh, – we see some hot chicks. We need some babes. There's no, there's no nudity in this movie, which also is a big letdown for me. Yeah. But we've, we, got, we got enough in Savage Beach. And, but we see these hot babes in their bikinis and fucking Chow. He's, only, he's still a man. So he's just fucking creeping the fuck on these ladies. He's like fucking got his popsicle. He's deep-throating it, like sending some messages. Dude – Okay, uh, we may argue about how subtle coming for you was. This scene was not subtle at all. And David calls him out on it because the camera zooms in on these two chicks, which is, like you said, the bikinis. And they're staring at fucking Chow. Because yeah, David's well, looking. He's, he, the things he's doing with his tongue and that popsicle, they're interested. They must have been. And yeah, he's you're right. Got, he's got a total hipster look going on here, though. Like, he would fit in in New York today. Well, trucker hat. 
T-shirt. <laughs> he's got that nice Iron Maiden cut-up T-shirt on. He's Vintage. got flood, floods on with Fila shoes. He's looking pretty good. And he's looking I think David's feeling a little jealous. Cause he must have been. He calls him out. Yeah. And he's like, David, you must experience beauty in life. These women, they're, they're beautiful, like my wife. Yeah, David was He was like, because Chow was like, uh, I'm sorry. He says, uh, oh. Much like a lot of people on social media, he jumped to conclusions about Chow. Exactly. Because Chow was just like, beautiful. Oh, the asses on those women and he's like whoa 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 and he's like what what did i say and he's like you can't just call out women like that he's like oh no i'm talking about the ass of nature look at the bosom of the ocean the titties of the mountains nature is fat and i mean with a ph (laughs) thick is what the kids say now okay (laughs) that is one thick ass uh dune one (laughs) exactly that wave is thick as Fuck. Or, say, or AF, as you say. Oh, and God. so he's just like, tell him, like, I love the woman, my wife. We wanted to have children. Yeah. And I didn't have a child. And the, only, the closest thing I had to a child was, was my, my sweet niece, niece. Oh, my Lee. That your brother, Kurt Sloan, bone the fuck out of. <laughs> I was expecting a kid out of that. But but he, well, unfortunately, we learned untimely. she died. Uh, how? No, he just, he just leaves it at that. He doesn't yeah. explain. He's just yeah. like, she's dead. Dead. And he's like, oh, yeah. and then, uh, well, then, no, because then David goes, oh, yeah, I heard about that. Sorry. Like, okay, that's like really sensitive. <laughs> he's yeah. like, sorry, what can you do? And they just walk off in the sunset. So then we get this nice shot of uh, uh, your man Paul from Undefeatable going. We go to Brian. He's like, he's like working his ass off. Yeah. This dude, he's doing the most you can do. Underground computers. And he's like, it's not enough. Yeah. Brian. You need to start start a little bit of this juice here. Yeah. And I don't mean orange juice. He's just pumped the fuck out of this machine. And Paul comes over and he's just like, look, you're not big enough. I'm going to pump you full of the good juice. And he's like, shouldn't I wait till my body is calm? He's like, no, <laughs> you need it now that your body is craving it. And he's like, you'll never, get, right. you'll never get the redhead in the floral dress. Unless you take this juice right now. And he, Do you want to die in a gas station? No, I don't want to die in a gas station. <laughs> they know about his dad. It was and he's like, all right, man. pull them draws down. I'm stick it in your ass. Right in the ass. In shot in the ass. Sure enough, Sangha walks in to see that fucking horrible display of steroid use. I, I fucking love this. This was one of my reasons Kickboxer 2 is better. Because Brian is just like, hey, you're Sangha. I know you. You're pretty cool. Like, you work with Micaiah. And he's like, yeah. Brian, you've been coming a really long way. It's impressive. I'm glad. Right, he's been kicking ass like in the UKA. He's working his way up yeah. to the championship. Sango is just like I'm. I'm really happy, and he notices that uh, Brian has a little vial in his hand, so he takes it. He's like, I noticed that you're doing really well, and I, I'm excited to see you fight the champion. You should really get David to go. And he's like, I don't know if he will. He's like, No, he will. And he finally looks at that bottle, and Brian's just like. Yeah, we like science around here. He's like, oh, we do it different in Thailand. And he's like, well, here's the thing. Thailand's kind of bullshit. You guys make great stereos. That's <laughs> yes, right. But I, your fighting I, techniques I, are shit. I think you're thinking of Japan. <laughs> I I love that he was... Thank you for that racial stereotype. Yeah. But no. We also think that Americans are pretty fucking stupid, <laughs> Brian. You're dumb. <laughs> 
you're gonna work in a gas station now. They're like, with what? your kid. And then so yeah, he's like, here, here's two tickets. See, we get, yeah, da- Brian and Dave finally meet up in the park because Brian knows that Dave lives the only in the place park. You, yeah, the only place you'd find Dave yeah. is in the park. And he's like, yeah. Uh, I was wondering, you know, I'm fighting the, for the championship. Would you think you and you, know, you, you could take my mom and, like, see me do it? But Brian's cool. Or Brian. Dave's cool. He's like, of course, I'll be there. Well, he's like, I'm proud of you, bro. He's still, like, his student. Yeah. He's, yeah, we went, really. we went opposite paths, but, you know, I'm still proud of you. For sure, for sure. He's being very adult about this breakup. And you know what? It's It's inspiring. Another part of this movie that I'm just like, yeah. I didn't like the face Chow was making. He sees Brian, and Chow was immediately making this face like, fuck. It's as if Tung Po showed up. Like, he looked very concerned, and I didn't get he that at all. He said something. It's wrong. You, I, maybe it's because he had to wear his formal, like... Yeah, I don't know what that... Yeah. Garb? I'm just going to yeah. say garb, because I don't know what that was. Uh, yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It's, I'd buy... If I went like to a store and found you'd see people in the Shaw Brother, like, Kung Fu movies where... Yeah, okay. Good call. I don't know. Yeah, and uh, so, Night of the Fight. Brian, everyone loves him. They're cheering him on. Everybody. The champ's know. ready to go out. Uh, is the song of the stops? Oh, no, it's a uh, fucking Fender Tremello stops him, right? Fender, Fender comes out, and he's just like... Hey there, champ. You're going to go ahead and go That's back. macho man. What? In that locker room. <laughs> why don't you take the night off? He's wearing the dirtiest shades. That's why you know it's Tremella. Yeah. And he's like, take the night off. We got somebody else for him. Listen to your manager. And then, like, uh, Micaiah's like, don't worry, brother. We got you set. You're not fighting tonight. He's like, well, I want to fight. Don't worry about it. Micaiah's confused. He doesn't know any of this is happening. It's all Tremelo and Sangha working on it. So we see this new, it's like, they announce this guy. Well, they're going to, like, they're like, here, announce this. And, like, this isn't sanctioned. Yeah, like, this Fender, isn't. Fender comes out with a new card, and he's like, just read, just, just read, read the card. <laughs> we almost were syncopated there. And he's like, well, this isn't sanctioned. Just, just read it. And then he okay, goes, whatever, I get paid. No, he sense. goes over to Micaiah, <laughs> who's sitting with Sangha. I'm sorry, we're going to get this fucking right, man. <laughs> we're going to get this right. Everybody loves Kickboxer too. Fuck. So he goes over to Micaiah, and he's like, uh, this is unsanctioned, and Makai's like, "What's going on here? Where, where's uh, Lou the Lightning L- Rod? I, it was Lou, but I don't remember what his it was, fighting it name. Was some Italian name. Lou the Lightning Man. Lucelli. Oh, uh, like <laughs> so he's like, "Yeah, uh, this is unsanctioned as shit." And then Sango's just like, "So Makai, you're gonna go ahead and tell him to call the fight official, and we're gonna get this show on the yeah. road, or you're not going to get paid." And Mikhail, like the bitch he is, sells out. He's like, call it. But he does. He's a little uh, hesitant. He's not. Like, he's still sell out. A little bit. He's a little remorseful. But he's like, wait, you're going to stop my gravy train? No, 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 no. Put that track. Read it. And they're like, then you see this mysterious figure come out with a, like a hooded like robe. You see a tiny glimpse of a black scorpion tail. Ooh, just, what's, t- just peeking. Oh, what's oh, going on? Oh. They're like, ladies and gentlemen, straight out of Thailand. Tong Po! And then oh, man. whips it off, that ugly fucking face. It, whips the fucking braid. You, everybody in the audience, you see everybody Chow. Else. Chow's eyes light up. He's just like, fuck. David is freaking out. Well, he's, he's like, David, 
that's the guy who killed your brother. Yeah. And David, so David's like, holy shit, my brothers could whip the shit out of Brian, so I got to stop this. So how long would you say the rounds are? <laughs> five minutes? They shoot, I think, I don't know, like boxing is three. Three? MMA is five. I don't know what kickboxing Let's is. Let's call it five. Okay. So the round starts, and David is like, I got to go stop this shit. So he starts up, but... He doesn't get there till the first round. They're two rows down, and he like runs into every security guard and, and knocks and it bear off. in mind, Brian is juiced to the gills. He is, you can't get more pumped than he is. Yeah, and it does no effect on Tong. Pongpo is eating his punches and laughing. Yeah, he's just like, and he's just like, what the fuck? And then Tongpo goes, now the student will, well, the master will. He doesn't say that. He says nothing. <laughs> he, and he, he does, a, gives a uh, vicious fucking elbow to his face. And he just starts kneeing him and fucking Muay thai the fuck out of Brian. It, Brian, doesn't, Brian knows what's hit him and doesn't know what's hitting him. It, it's insane. It's just he's getting the he's getting his shit handed to him. And the, the security's holding David. They, David finally gets to the, uh, the round end. Yeah, the round end. David gets to Brian. He's like, you gotta, this guy killed my brother, all right? This guy is a monster. I can do it, man. Oh, man. I can get my second wind because the roids have taken over Brian's mind. Yeah. He's just like, I can do it. And he's like, no, you can't. Did you see that roundhouse I landed on him? I'm pretty sure he's faced. He's like, he's not faced. <laughs> he's laughing at you. You punch me, he laughs. Yeah. And he's like, no, I can do it. All right. You know, I can't. Well, not. fucking David gets ripped <laughs> out by security. Finally. Makai's like, that guy's talking too much sense. Get rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> And round Sec- two. Yeah, round two. More of the same. It's it, just He's brutality. doing illegal shit at this point. He's elbowing the fuck out of him. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Like, I don't know. I have i don't watch uh, uh, kickboxing, but I do watch MMA. And when you do an illegal move, they at least dock you a point. They go like, they don't just go, hey, that's illegal. Stop yeah. that. The, you know, your, your repercussions. But no, Judo Gene to- LaBelle's like, oh, I'm going to let it go. I, he's a relaxed chill Are you supposed ref. to stop the fight? And be like, you got docked a point? Yes, you do. Oh, okay. You, well, you stop the fight no matter what, and you go, like, you either give a warning and go, stop oh, that. Okay. Or you, usually, if you, the first hey. time you get a warning, second time you get a point. This is early 90s UKA, man. Yeah, this They was, were letting this was, more this was shit like, fly. This was the equivalent of the XFL to the NFL. There were yeah. no rules. There was no rules. That's why people went to this thing. So... Uh, uh, G. LaBelle finally is like, okay, okay, you've gone too far. Enough. And this is after he's like already on the ground puking up blood, <laughs> and Tung Po is just kicking him in the stomach and face. Tung Po is like dancing on his nuts. He's just like pounding. Like he's just, he's it, it's shit. hideous. So Gene steps in, fucking Tung Po picks him up. And throws him over the ropes, and you get the crowd. It he looks only like a, did that because he had a baby nang chance. Yeah, if he had the two footer, if he, he had the full, oh boy, that would have been an interesting fight. I could believe him. I fought a lot of black scorpion braids. Ain't shit next to the nang. Oh chan. man! And so yeah, so Gene goes a flying, and then he just fucking goes back to Brian and just stomps a mud hole in his ass. He just fucking destroys Brian. It's true. And they find, I guess he finally is like, okay, even I realize this guy's dead. So. Everybody, well, everybody charges the ring. Like, it turns into, like, back in the day when people won championships and baseball and stuff, and everyone would just crowd the field. Back when people cared about back, sports. Back when people cared, it's not just all rich fucks because all the prices are too expensive. And so, yeah. Fuck the middle class, by the way. The middle class? Because that's us. We suck. That was <laughs> okay. me. Speaking. Well, I'm not. I'm, like, lower middle class. Yeah. But, uh... 
Yeah. Um, he murders base. He murders. Well, he doesn't murder him yet. He's in the hospital, and then you get that nice. Deep, 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 deep. Yeah. And then they throw the blanket over his face. Mom's bawling her eyes out. Micaiah, he's remorseful because he's like he got his. Payday. Well, he's in the locker room, and then Sanga shows up. Here's your money. Yeah, and he opens it. It's like holy, but you could tell he's just like holy shit. That that was too far for even me. Yeah, I mean, but fuck, this is a lot of zeros on this track. He's yeah. like, he's like, I think this will comfort me. So Sangha shows up at the ho- or the hotel, the hospital, to tell David, "You've got two hours." He's like, "If you want your revenge, meet us back here. Two hours. That's it." And then, so of course, you gotta after the grueling fucking uh, witness that they witness. You got to get a coke and a smile, dude. You just so they stop yeah. at a, a local uh, restaurant that I, only I, serves coke uh, and pickled eggs. Apparently, I thought it was a burger joint. Nope. Pickled eggs, just, and you just see it right. They they framed it perfectly, right in the right in between. They're sitting at the table, and you see this giant jar of pickled eggs. You see Billy Drago rises up and scoops one out. I mean, the pickled eggs like roundhouse here. They're that in your face, almost as much as all the coke shit that's everywhere. They oh, actually have coke like cups with the with the logo pointing at the camera. Well, naturally, and uh, this is tense, and is. so like Chow's gonna make it a little more tense. He's like, uh. I remember earlier I talked about my niece died. Well, uh, Tong killed her too. Yeah, and then he realizes it's getting too tense, so he's like, "I got a cool, I got cool things down." So he relates the, the signifying monkey story, Rudy Ray Moore classic joke. He tells that. That's where I heard that. Oh, and then everybody just kills the tension. Everybody's cracking off. Well, Dave is going. Dave is getting like hysterical. He's like, "I gotta murder this man. He murdered my brothers. He murdered your niece. I love you." I'm I'm like a big fan, and then he, he's fine. Is this when Chow? Yeah, Chow finally admits like his reason for coming to town. He's like, Senga fucking fucked me. Like I thought I was coming here to protect you. No, I came here and I lured you into the fight he wanted. Yes, you're doing exactly as Senga Senga planned. If you go fight him. Also, I still want you to fight him because that's <laughs> what I'm here for. Yeah, I want you to get my niece's revenge, and also your brother's eyes. And then he fucking br- brings out the bass guitar. Bonk, bonk, And bonk, then Dave's like, ass. all right, let's do this. So cut back to the arena. They cleared it out. For some reason, Tung Po was not arrested for murder. Yeah. You know, he, diplomatic immunity is the only thing I can come up with. And Sanctioned fight. <laughs> no, well, it wasn't sanctioned, according to the announcer. It was announced. It was sanctioned. <laughs> Soon as so that bell rings, goes. as soon as that bell rings, it's sanctioned. even if you throw the ref out of the ring, you yep. can still murder a guy. Hey, that's tough. how wild it was. Now, like now, MMA they've got rules, but back then, this is the early days. I you, the closest I can come goes. to fucking straight up ending a person's life basically is Todd Bertuzzi breaking a guy's neck in the hockey rink, and Todd Bertuzzi has not been charged for that. Well, shit happens. Well, he made it happen. It wasn't an accident. You damn right he made it happen. And so, this is it, guys. This is for all the marbles. The fight to end all fights. You get the fucking wraps around the arms. Put the they're glue doing, in they're, the glass. They're going kickboxer one here. They're doing a Muay Thai. Fucking our man Fender's got his his camcorder out. He's like, I'm going to film this shit. Yeah. Because Tong wants to masturbate to this later on. Yeah. He's going to kill you. Tremelo, Tremelo, of course, sets up the whole camera system. We're going to tape you. <laughs> I like filming. 
<laughs> I like to be watched. He's got his little Michael Moore uh, D- old Detroit Tigers hat that looks like it's like a child's hat sitting on his giant head. And so... That's we- a deep... Deep Michael Moore reference. It was there. so deep, I didn't even get it. Yeah, and so, he always has a tiny little Detroit well, he got hat a big on. fat head. He does, and, and he was always got that hair. And uh, so we get the fight, and Dave is just pummeling Tong Po. Yeah, Tong Po is like eating him left and right. And again, they have hands wrapped in glass. <laughs> By the way, we had Umbridge with the first glass wrapping scene. Do you remember it? How it was just like everything looked really smooth or something? Yeah, I don't remember well, what it was, but we we had maybe some it was to it. glass. It was like rock candy or something. Y- like yeah. That. What did you think about this glass? Did you have any thoughts? No, about it, it? it it looked even faker. It looked even faker. It, it, yeah. I, you know what? I think they should have put they should put Legos. That would have been cool. <laughs> <laughs> that would have upped it and wow. made it more dangerous. That's a great joke. <laughs> this yeah. is going to be the most underrated episode ever for that yeah. joke alone. <laughs> But they couldn't get the sponsorship. They go. They they really care about the movie no. stage. And they're not like Coca Cola that'll hoard their product out to anyone. I mean, if you're one of our dire fans that we have out there, <laughs> you know that we haven't been doing any of our advertisements because people stopped paying us. <laughs> right. We and we're s- just too fucking lazy to do them because we got fucking full time jobs, people. We got uh, other shit to do. So and so yes, yeah, we're so. we're just getting close ups of punches and seriously punches to the face with the glass. You see the glass connecting. You see glass shooting everywhere. Neither of these people get cut at all, no. at all. Or if they do, it's just like it's like a fucking scrape. There's no bleeding. It's just like a scrape. And so uh, finally, Dave goes down. He takes a roundhouse. Well, Tong he does a Chuck Norris. And he goes, "My turn." Yeah. And then, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He just starts unloading these vicious fucking elbows and knees, and he's just fucking David up. And he gets David down. And he goes, "You are the weakest of all the Sloans." It's, I think it's the only line in the movie. Uh, yeah, it might have been. And Chow, he's just there. He's like, look, you're not the ants. You're the rhinoceros. You get in now. Remember the signifying monkey. Remember the monkey. He's like, do you see a fat lady? And he's like, oh, my God, the fat lady. (laughs) He's like, I don't hear any singing. And then that just fucking pumps up David. And suddenly we see first person through my brother David's eyes. David's eyes, uh, and he's all blurry. Not a not a blood sport kind of reference at all. No, yeah. they didn't borrow this scene <laughs> no. at all. This is the rock in the river. My he friends. threw Tungpo threw uh, pepper in his eyes this time instead yes. of salt. Yes, so <laughs> good one. Uh, or maybe with some Zatarins. I don't know. So David is just like, oh, you're right. Rock in the river, rock signifying the monkey. River. Uh, <laughs> so he's uh, he leans in and he's just like. Hey, take your best <laughs> shot. And he just started dodging everything. He, dodging left, dodging he does, right. He takes the bait, dude. Oh. And then, of course, when you allow someone to punch you, they can never hit you. And he does. He's just like flowing, man. He's flowing. And Steve. it's just it's oh. infuriating Tong Po because, like, you know, he's losing his cool. He's man. All, when everything's working for Tong Po, he's, a, he's just the coolest cucumber. Dude. Now he's, like, losing his shit. He's like a fucking uh, pickled egg now. Dude, and he's he gets a pickled cracked. egg. He gets cracked like a pickled he, he egg. He gets cracked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what that means, but I love it. <laughs> well, an egg has a shell and it gets cracked. I get that, but it's like a hard-boiled egg. And what I don't want, just Are they... Are they like peeled in the? I've never had a pickled egg. Are they peeled inside the jar or are they not? I don't. I think they actually are peeled. I think you're just grabbing. Oh, it's just like, so great. I didn't want to eat those. 
you know, I can imagine Billy Drago because he's such a scumbag. We slime need ball. help with pickled eggs here, folks. <laughs> someone tell us. Someone tell us who's actually eating a pickled egg. What's the What's going on there? <laughs> yeah. God damn it! <laughs> did they have pickled eggs at the bar in Cage too? I think they did. <laughs> they did. Of course they did. That was where. That, like my introduction to pickled egg was thanks to Moe's Bar in Simpsons. Like the pickled eggs, man. I'm pretty sure they're peeled. Pretty sure they're ready to I, eat. I think, I think you're right, you're... but I don't know. I just, ugh, I, I kind of want to taste one just to see what it's about, but I'm kind of scared of it. I the like time. the idea of pickling. I, I don't think pic- it would be good, but I'm just like curious yeah. no, about it. No, I like the idea of pickling. I don't like pickles <laughs> at all. Well, I like pickles. I love like jars and pickling and spices. I love that. Don't <laughs> like the taste at all. <laughs> so you like the idea of pickling? You yeah. just don't like the product? Yeah. I like the pickles. taste is just offensive to my palate. No, I like pickles. But um, so, yeah, he just basically like flows like a fucking river around a rock and just destroys Tong Po. Yeah. And fucking Sangha's like, we can't have this. So he runs into the ring. Yeah. Whips out a gun. I also want this is why I, I talked mentioned this to Griff earlier. All right. This is this is I think it's just a, it's just a ploy to fake out Sangha. But David brings up, oh, you got a gun. Is that an honorable way to fight? I just want to point out, he beat Tong Po by kicking Tong Po in the balls. Like, he has a lot of nerve asking Tong Po about honor when you just kick the guy in the balls. Mm. You can't even do that in MMA. You can't he, do that. He definitely did go to the low road. But I'm going to say it was just like, a ploy to get him distracted. It was. Because it works. Cause he, does he kick? He like kicks the gun away, right? He kicks the gun away. And then and fucking s- Tremel is like, I like this. He's just filming it. Yeah, still. he's like, this is good footage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sell this to so, America's Funniest It's so Movie good videos. that he actually wipes the dirt off this fucking shade. He's like, <laughs> I got to see this. Oh, my God. You guys got to listen to this. We talk a lot about Chamelo amongst the two of us. Uh, he's, a, he's in like three movies. <laughs> right. And, it's and we've covered two of them. We love our fucking villains. We love our Aliongs, our Chamelos. They don't appear enough in movies, and it's unfortunate. They don't. And so he destroyed, like, and you point out earlier, he destroys yet doesn't destroy Sangha because depending on what cut you see, one one minute his face is bloody, the next is clean. Yeah, it, it's very weird editing. So now we're gonna go. It's all fun and games at this point. So don't worry. This is the I, I've already posted two very. I don't remember if I mentioned this early in the episode because it feels like a lifetime since we started <laughs> this. But like my first two photos I put out there were dirty as fuck. They're Dark because they don't want you to see how bad the like stand-ins They're for the Sloan brothers. Dirty as a Tremelo sunglasses. They're dirtier dirty than Tremelo sun. They were probably using his camera <laughs> and it had dirt all over they, the lens. They just, they just put yeah his like sunglasses over the lens. And exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> and so this is when we cut back to the Sloan brothers, and again they drop the E out of Sloan. We see the street, and we yep. see El Camino just come barreling down the street, crashing Murray, in and everything. You know what people are going to see on IG tomorrow? What? David Sloan teaching Chow how to drive in his El Camino. I stole this clip. People, this is why you got to follow us on Instagram because you're not going to see this shit on any other like podcast. Well, uh, no one's media. making a gif of this shit besides a dummy like me. So follow. Go to so after you. Well, the best way is to go to our Twitter at G&G Theater, and you can get the link to Instagram. But if you, you're too lazy for that, just go on Instagram, Golden Globus Theater, one word, and you can find this gift that he's talking about. Whew. It's amazing. Oh, man. So we learn 
it's it's reversed now. The master is the student because mm-hmm. our boy. Because uh, I guess Chow realizes I like America. I'm going to stay here. So I, I got to learn how to drive. Well, he's got nothing left in Thailand. Why would he go back? Right. Dog, wait, the dog was okay, right? That's a big strike against Kickboxer One, by the way. Dog getting harmed? No, thank you. I don't even like hearing about police dogs being in work. Fuck that. Drug sniffing dogs only. I don't want. I don't want dogs in action. I'm you sorry. Don't, you don't even like the Chuck Norris movie where he's partnered with a dog? I tried to watch that, and I <laughs> fucking hated it so much I had to turn it off. Oh, it was geez, so boring. Sorry, I guess I, you're going to be shocked for next week's episode. Oh, boy. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we got that one in. And so it's all fun and games. They get out. What do you know? Our girl Joe, the only girl in the movie, she comes with another street thug. Oh, man. Because what we learn is they're going to, of course, they're going to reopen. I don't know. They have no money, but somehow they're going to reopen What are you talking gym. about? He made all, all that money from that first fight with Neil. But he probably had to spend it on his doctor bills. He got shit, shot in the knee. It, yeah, wow. We didn't You're have Obamacare out, back then. Oh, man. Everything you've heard He's about pro- American health care is true. And he we was, suck. He was probably in the hospital for like six months or something. He had to be. He oh, he was terrible. So he's probably owing money. He's like, fuck, I got to go back to fighting again. Yeah. Ex- but whatever. Pop- whatever. They're going to figure it out because they figured it out the first time. Oh, man. So we get another young street tough. He's like, I heard you were some badass. You look like a punk to me. Oh, man. Joe pulls out the bandana. Yeah. Rocking the river time bitch and then he just does he just God. fucking dodges every move it sounds like a, a choke hold. Song, he does a rocking the river he does a joke uh judo joe labelle movie he fucking chokes a kid out kid shits himself they laugh it up and then a fucking uh Ice chow goes chuck. you hear that it's like ding, 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 like uh turkey in the straw one of those fucking and it's like ice cream it's on me and they run off and get their ice cream well when they get to the ice cream truck, he's like, uh, Dave, I have no money. Can you cover me? So you see Dave, like, counting his wallet. So this is how we know David is poor. You're right. Yeah. Is he's got he, a, a fly goes in his wallet. <laughs> nice cartoon. Oh, and so there it is, guys. That's Kickboxer 2. KB2. Uh, apparently, I, I I don't know. Do you think we'll cover any more KB, KBs? I don't want... I kind of want to do the one with the four, just because of that makeup, but... Third one bored the shit out of me. Okay, I don't know. I'll but try to watch some of these and decide. I definitely like, want to put the floater uh, out there. Get back to some JCVD though. Oh, we do need to do a JC. Uh, it's been a month. Yeah, but uh, but but next up, Griff. You know the the birth of our nation. Is it's fast approaching. Weeks, two weeks away. It is quickly approaching. So we're patriots. We love. We've as far as we're concerned, we're making America great again with this podcast. Goddamn right we are. And we're doing it with an Olympic hero stars in this movie. Last year, we did like one movie to get you hyped about America. This year, we're doing two movies. We actually did three last year. But, did we? Well, they all had America in the title. Oh, fuck. But this is the ultimate. This movie is such a Golden Globes movie. I was shocked when Griff told me it's not a Golden Globes movie. I was... I was Positive this was a Golden Globes movie. Half our thing is just like honorary Golden Globes movies <laughs> yeah. is how we're excusing you guys, ourselves. When we tell you what it is, you'll be shocked, too, because you're like, I could have swore that was a canon movie. Yeah. Anyone it, who's familiar with this movie would be like, that's not canon. This is the ultimate movie. It's an Olympic hero, 1984 gold medal. Of course, he won because Russia boycotted that year. Yes. But he won all the same. All right. Yeah. It's almost like. Toronto Raptors, sure, the Golden State Warriors had a bunch of their key players injured, but you still won that championship. They won. It still counts. They won the fuck out of, of course, it. Of course, Griff, I'm talking about Jim Kata. Oh, yeah. 
Of course, that's Japanese for Way of the Leotard. Thank you. The one move. The, this is the one martial art I've yet to master, Griff. I'm still trying. Hey, you got to get that feathered look. That's the hair for Jim Cotta. So I can't wait. Fucking love Jim Cotta. It's a wonderful movie. So join us next week as we move on forward to celebrating this great nation of ours, America, with the ultimate American sport, gymnastics. Woo! I think. Yes. So see you then and keep it warm.